Hi, and welcome to That Fangirl Life, the platform that champions female fans, with me, your host, Laurel. In this week's episode, I'm joined by second-year journalism student Holly Alton to discuss one of the most successful girl groups, Little Mix. Listen as we discuss Jessie's exit from the band, why fangirls of girl bands are perceived differently from fangirls of boy bands, what Holly hopes for the future as Little Mix continues as a trio, and so much more. Hello everybody, um, it is Laurel back with another episode of That Fangirl Life. Um, this week we are talking all about Little Mix and being a mixer, and I am joined by Holly this week. Hello. Um, Holly, do you want to give a little introduction to who you are? Of course, so um, I'm a Geordie from South Shields and I'm currently in my second year of university um, studying journalism. So that's kind of where I'm at at the moment, um, particularly into the celebrity kind of world. So that's why this podcast is a perfect place for me to come today. <laughs> <laughs> I will start how I start every episode and that is basically by asking what does the word fangirl mean to you? The word fangirl to me has always been a positive word. Um, obviously I'm a super fan of Little Mix but I think I'm a fangirl for almost anything that I like. Um, that's Ariana Grande, the TV show How I Met Your Mother. I find that being a fangirl is a comfort um and as I say I think it's a it's a lovely word I think there should be more open fangirls out there we've mentioned before in the podcast that there's like been a shift especially over the last year of how open people are in regards to being um, a fangirl which I think obviously that's like a positive of being locked inside has really you've been able to hone what you like and what you don't like and people are now talking about it which is great to see that Hopefully the stereotype is changing. Who would you say was like the first band or artist that you were a fan of that kind of started you on your fangirl journey as such? It was um, Girls Aloud, um, mostly because of Cheryl. So I'm 25, so I, I watched Pop Stars Arrivals when that was on. A lot of people can't remember it. Um, but I watched it and I fell in love with Cheryl. She was a northern girl like me. Um, so then when they won and then made it to the big time, I was absolutely obsessed with them. I think their C- CD for Sound of the Underground is the first CD I ever had. And I had a little um, microphone I used to perform at the top of my stairs with the CD playing and <laughs> in front of all my family and stuff for some unknown reason. Um, but yeah, definitely Girls Aloud. I just really related to them. And so I absolutely adored them. Girls Aloud, we they have some great songs. Like whenever we do, like obviously at the moment because you can't go out, when we have like disco nights, and we always end up putting on like some Girls Aloud, and I don't know, it's just a great like throwback. Like I think I've got some bangers. I went to see them like twice in concert. Like I remember as well, and they were. It was I had a really good first time I went was sat right at the top of the OT, you know, and it's just literally like they were like tiny little dots. And then I think the yeah. second time the second time we went, I think they said that they were breaking up. I can't re- I can't remember if they said they were breaking up or if it was a reunion tour. I can't really remember. Um, mm. But we went and I was like on the floor for that. And that was, I think that was like one of the first tour t-shirts that I like bought myself as well. I don't know if I've still got it. It's probably, it's probably somewhere like at my mum's in a loft, in the loft, in a box. Them and I massively regret that now. Like if I could turn back time, I'd go see Girls Aloud when they're right <laughs> in the prime. <laughs> yeah, I just remember the outfits being absolutely amazing. Like they like had proper like good stage outfits. And obviously it kind of like paves the way nicely really for like 
Little Mix because they kind of similar kind of set up um, mm. how they were started and stuff like that. But how were you introduced to Little Mix? Um, so Jade was actually two years above me in school. So I knew her, but she did not know me. Um, <laughs> and she used to perform in assemblies. And she was, I always thought she was such a beautiful singer, so talented. Um, the whole of South Shields knew who she was. We always knew she was going to make it as a star. So when she went on to exact that course, I followed her journey and then found about the other three you know Perry's from South Shields as well but I didn't know who she was before X Factor um so I was always going to support them regardless for that aspect just to see someone from my secondary school in my hometown on the telly um but then I realized how amazing they were um and then went on to be the first group to win and I think it went from there um the real the real fan in me from going to be just a supporter if you like to an actual yeah. fan um and I think I, I remember vividly when the changed their name from Rhythmix to Little Mix and performed E.T. at X Factor by Katy Perry. I was like, that's when I fell in love with them. I was like, they're so talented. Um, and just a bit of me, like I say with Girls Loud, I've always loved girl bands. Um, that's just nothing, like any girl band that I'm obsessed with. Um, and so, yeah, I just fell in love with them from there. I always remember their um, En Vogue performance, Don't Let Go. Like, that's always like one of my favourite performances. What, you kind of touched it on it a little bit then, but what made them be like the band for you? I think for me, um, it was because they were so relatable. And like like I said before, especially because two are from South Shields and I, and I knew one of them prior to that, like I say, not personally, I kind of felt like they just made everything look so achievable. They were so kind. They always have stood for like female empowerment and there never seemed to be any fakery with them, but it was also in regards to talent. I feel like Little Mix, even back in the X Factor days, could turn the hand to any genre. Um, but at the end of the day, talent aside, it was just because they seemed like nice girls. Um, they seemed like genuine friends, and I kind of took comfort in that back then. Like I was only sixteen when the when they won, and I guess it just came at the perfect time for me to just kind of, um, I guess it was like a comfort, um, and I felt like. They were kind of like my friends too. And I think a lot of girls felt like that, you know, at a hard time in your life. And I just felt like I had four girls there who perfectly was represented the normal everyday female girl. You always get a perception that within girl bands that there's going to be like some nastiness, some bitchiness and stuff. Um, do you like think that there is tensions within the band I have a feeling probably we'll get on to more like now a little bit later on um but do you think like back then and obviously like to the like start of their career and kind of like the middle well I wouldn't say the middle of it but like the beginning couple of albums there was tensions within them especially because they were like manufactured as such because they all auditioned as solo artists and were put together as a band Prior to Jessie leaving, I never thought there was any at all. I, I genuinely believe that, and I still do, that they are friends. Um, you know, one of the things I pride myself on is being able to read body language and stuff like that. And I've watched every little interview there is out there uh, for Little Mix. And I've never, ever saw any tension. I mean, obviously, I can't be completely right because Jessie has spoken up about her struggles since then. Um, but in regards, I feel like they have always been quite supportive of each other. And I do feel there's an actual friendship there. Yeah, it's just because obviously, like, I think it's with anybody that you always think, oh, because they're girls, girls are like, they're pop stars, so they must be all divas and they're all going to like be like, no, I want to sing lead on this and I want to sing lead on that. Like, it's, um, 
it is nice to like see that like, I've always thought like as well like when I've seen them that they are like friends and would like hang out like if they weren't put in a band together like I could see them being friends how do you feel um they have progressed from obviously they started off kind of like a bubblegum pop more like aimed for like younger like teenagers I would say and now obviously they are being a bit more raunchy and a bit more obviously they've got older but do you think that's like a good segue for them or do you think that they have lost kind of who they are as such no definitely not I feel like they've done the right thing they, they seem to evolve with time you know I said to someone recently I wonder if I'll ever stop like a little mix and I probably won't because they grow with me so when I start liking them as I said before I was 16 and now I'm 25 and I don't really like the likes of Wings anymore I don't like that song that much yeah whereas I used to be obsessed with it now I love um you know Sabi's one of my favorites I absolutely love that song um it's like you said a little bit more raunchy and People do say like, oh, they're still for kids. They clearly don't listen to the new albums, they're not. Um, and this song, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> even when I went to go see them recently for the LM5 tour, um, like I say, the, the raunchier outfits and the raunchier songs and people say they shouldn't be dressing like that, they're for kids. They're not, they haven't been for kids for a long time, um, as I say. So no, I think they just keep evolving and I can only see them getting better and better obviously like I say with Jesse leaving it's a bit of a difficult one but hopefully I can see them getting better and better even just as a trio. Do you think that obviously they left the record label Psycho and um, I have mixed feelings obviously as a directioner on Psycho myself do you think that was a good thing that they were like yeah we're gonna severe all ties from you because obviously um I can't remember the name of the song that came out and it's got a little dig to Simon Cow in it like I read um not a pop song is the song that oh okay called. yeah um do you think it's a good thing that they've done that so I also have mixed feelings and that's because I really love Simon Cowell, which is really hard for me to say as somebody who loves Little Mix, um, but I've just kind of grown up with them on my screen a lot. So um, I don't know, I just, I kind of, I really like Simon Cowell and I don't really understand what goes into the whole professionalism of the music industry because I have nothing mm -hmm. to do with it. So I have mixed feelings too. However, as they've referenced in the song, not a pop song, um, I think they have a lot more freedom now. And even though I think, it obviously worked well working with Psycho because of the success of them with the, the five albums they had before releasing Confetti, which they did by themselves. Um, yeah, I just, it's kind of like I say, it's a difficult one for me to answer. I think that if they had to do what was best for them and if they felt that they didn't have the freedom that they wanted, definitely it was the right decision. And Confetti, the album that they released after that, I think was just as good as the ones that they had before. So probably, probably best for them, yeah. I'm not because I'm not sure if they were under the same management company as what One Direction were. And obviously, being a directioner, there was a lot of uh, things going around about modest management that mm. didn't really paint them in the best of light. So I don't know, obviously, it's that's like the same thing because I know I remember I seeing on Twitter when they were like, oh, they've left, like Little Mix have left Psycho. Like, this is a great day for mixers. They can finally like release the music that they want to release and stuff like that. Um, which is strange when you think about it, because at the end of the day, it is all like business, which is a weird thing to think about it when they're doing technically their dream job. But exactly. it is a, it is business deals for the record labels. 
well the thing is though as you said it is kind of true like I try not to pay too much attention which is kind of bad as a fan to that side of things just because I don't understand it but it's true what like you said um it was a good day for Mixus because they have wanted to grow up and I think that um the management company that Wanda wanted to still paint them as this you know picture perfect young girls which which isn't right really because they are women now and I think most of the fans like male women too so we don't want the likes of wings or black magic anymore we want kind of new evolved and more mature content in my opinion yeah. anyway so if the management was stopping them from doing that I think that leaving definitely would be the best decision and like I say just having more freedom that's what that's what we want for any artist that would support really isn't it to have some freedom we obviously leading on from freedom I'm gonna get to kind of like the reason why we were like we need to get someone on to talk about Little Mix in this season because as a One Direction fan we've gone through the same thing mm-hmm. like we've seen what can happen when one member leaves and they went on personally I think One Direction is made in the AM is their best album so I have no worries that Little Mix will do fine as a trio um, because they are good singers good songwriters I think it will be fine. Did you think it was coming that Jesse was going to leave? Because obviously it kind of all just went a bit quiet at the wrong time for them that she was going to be like, I'm not doing it anymore. Cause obviously they were doing their TV show at the time. Yeah. So I think even before she took the extended break, I think the fandom knew she was going to leave eventually. It was just a case of when, um, I think that especially when she came out with the documentary, odd one out and spoke of her struggles being in the limelight it was just kind of a a pre-warning that she would definitely take a step down eventually um so yeah I think we all knew that it was going to come um it was still a shock though when she actually did put it on her Instagram I was absolutely devastated and for me it was just because it was an end of an era like we really respect like I say speaking on behalf of the fandom respect um Jessie's decision to step down as we would any of the girls because one mental health comes first and secondly you've got to do what's right for you in any circumstance um but yeah it was definitely upsetting because I kind of always thought that if one of them steps down they all will and I'm glad that they're not but at the same time (laughs) you know that's just kind of what I thought would happen um but yeah we definitely saw it coming for a while it was actually six years since Zane quit the band yeah six years since Zane quit the band and obviously back then we just got a little Facebook statement not even from him it was just from One Direction's page thought the world was going to end like that's it like they're going to announce next week that One Direction like are no more and I was like why like I'm meant to be going to see them soon like why like like how is that going to happen it's you go through like I don't want to say it's like a death but you like panic like you're like what am I going to do from it which I always think like at the end like they're people and they obviously they do realize how much they bring to people's life but you don't realize it how much they bring to your life until one of them's like I don't want to be part of this anymore even before she announced on Instagram like when I was watching Little Mix the Search and um even when the first I think it was the first episode live episode shall I say of Little Mix the Search and Jade wasn't there because she because of coronavirus seeing them as a three which I hadn't really seen before I'd know that had a couple of performances when somebody had been ill that was a bit of a shock um and then when Jesse took the extended break it, it was it's awful like you say it I wouldn't like say it's like a death but it is some sort of grievance isn't it um yeah because it's just like it's not what you're used to and when they performed as a three 
I thought they were amazing. So that's why I'm quite positive about them going forward. You know, they've got such a lighter sound without Jesse, which isn't a bad thing. It, it sounds lovely. Um, but yeah, it, it was it's really hard, isn't it? Especially when you've known them as as they are for such a long time. For them to have been together for so long and then this happened is obviously kind of a bigger shock, really, because obviously you would have thought she'd have settled in. But obviously, like when she did the documentary, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors and stuff like that. Um, did you see any like bad, bitter feelings from other fans online? No, actually, I feel like everyone really supported her. And if there was anything bad, I didn't come across it. Do you think Jessie releasing solo music is a good idea right now? If she cited the reasons for leaving Little Mix to be in regards to being in the public eye so much, why are you mm. jumping in so quickly and putting it on social media for more judgment? Mm -hmm. So as I say, I think for us as the fans, we're always going to support her in what she does, but we're just confused as to what the reasons were. As you said, like we were under the impression it was because she wanted to take a step down from the limelight. And yeah, of course she has had some sort of break, I think, and if everyone has with the pandemic anyway. Um, but, but like I say, when she kind of re revealed that she was going to be releasing solo music, we were kind of confused because if she'd said that in the first statement, it would have been okay, everyone would have understood. But when it kind of seemed like a two different reasons it, we were just kind of upset um but as I say I think the thing that little mix uh mixers as you call them um pride themselves on is being supportive I think most fans do anyway um so I can't wait to see what she releases and I'll definitely buy it um but yeah it was just a bit we did definitely definitely feel a bit betrayed and a bit confused most of all when I was on the Midnight Memories podcast. We were talking about um, Zane leaving and we did a game on it. And one of the tweets was the iconic Louis Tomlinson tweet and then the sass mm. clap back to Zane. And I am worried that it might, I feel like it wouldn't, but I am worried that they might get to some shadiness because I feel like this is just me, how I perceive Jessie from the way that she comes across, that she can be quite blunt and direct and she seems a bit sassy and I feel like Jade can come across a bit sassy as well and I don't know why but I feel like they could eh, like the same sort of thing but that's just me as an outside perspective of what I could see happening if the way things are kind of repeating as such which is strange because yeah, they're both definitely. from X Factor. Um, well I feel like that'll never happen because I feel like especially from Jade's point of view she has got such a high level of professionalism however now that you've said that um, you've just reminded me of something that actually did happen recently and this is the tiniest bit of shade that we have seen from them but it's not necessarily from them but basically um, Marcus Collins who was second to them on X Factor posted a picture of Bernie Sanders over Jesse you know when that trend was going around oh and, yeah but, yeah yeah <laughs> And he put it over Jesse in the hair video, so it's the three girls and then Bernie Sanders. And a fan actually got in touch with Marcus Collins and said that that they found it quite disrespectful to do that to Jesse's photo. And Marcus Collins replied in not a very nice way, let's put it that way. Nobody really spoke about it, Jade or Jesse or anyone for that matter, in actual little mix. But um, we all know Marcus Collins is one of Jade's best friends. So it was a little bit of a a, a strange one, put it that way. Um, yeah. But but as as it was 
none of Little Mix that actually did it. It kind of, we kind of didn't know what to think. Um, it was just Marcus Gordon. So it was just one of them things. But that's the only bit of shade that I've seen. And I don't know if it'll ever go any further than that or come from them directly. Because I do feel like they are friends outside of it as well. And I think they will care about each other's feelings quite a lot. Um, but also I feel like they have got quite a high level of professionalism. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think One Direction were a lot younger when um, Zayn so, left. So they were all like... 22, 23, 24. Which is still quite young when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and obviously Twitter was really the big thing back then that they were able to use more freely than what they all use now. Um, But also I just think Louis and Zane just loved getting each other into trouble. So it was bound to happen between them two. But what do you think of them continuing as a trio? Um, Do you see there being any bigger impact from the departure of Jesse. I'm not really sure it's one thing that I'm really excited but also a bit nervous about so um, as I say I kind of thought that when one would step down that they all would and that would be the end of Little Mix which is why I was so devastated especially when Jesse announced that she was leaving because I was like wait well, that's it then that's it they're done um, and then when they said that they were announced that, sorry when they announced that they were going to stay as a trio I then had mixed feelings I was like yes it's not the end of Little Mix I'm so happy but then I was like How's this going to work? Are they going to end up dragging something out that they shouldn't? But um, then after seeing them, thinking about the times I've seen them perform as a trio, I think that they will just get better and they'll just adapt as well. And as I say, they carry a lighter sound now. So I think it'll just go in a completely new direction. I don't think it'll be the same as when Jesse was there, but I don't think it'll be massively different either. Um, so I'm just excited. I'm excited for them to release new music. I'm excited to see how they perform when I go see them next year for the Confetti Tour. Um, as I say, I just I just don't really know. But they've done a couple of photo shoots since then as well as a trio. And it kind of makes sense. I thought that I would feel massively like Jesse was missing. And I do in a way, but also it just kind of it just kind of works as well. It's still, I think it still continues to work. Um I think it will be interesting to see like who takes over what part of vocals and all the songs when they do like they, they when they go on tour. I was thinking that today. I was actually listening a little mix, obviously, um, <laughs> and I was thinking that today. I was thinking who is going to do Jesse's part? She's got a very like you said with Zane distinctive voice. Um, but I also even thought for a minute, imagine if they do a sugar babes and ask for a new person. Like one, I'd put myself forward and two, I actually don't want them to do that. That would be awful. Um, but yeah, so I just, I think they'll just take turns. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think, think anyone will do it. I don't think it would work if they asked, if they no. like, got someone else in. I feel like it would ruin the kind of, not image that they've got, but like the friendship kind of vibe that's, between them that you get um we're gonna do a quick fire round your favorite song wasabi has to be wasabi yeah i i really like that one and oh my god i can't think of the other one that I re- oh strip i really like as well yeah i love strip but for strip i love it more for the message and the actual like music itself i love wasabi for everything message the beats it's such a good one to dance to yeah <laughs> um favorite album see this is a really hard one because I want to say Ellen 5 because I feel like that's the one I relate to the most. However, Glory Days was when I really feel like I went from super fan to super, super fan. So <laughs> it could be it could be Glory Days because that's the first two hours well that I saw in concert. Um, worst song? Ooh, oh, that's so bad to say. Um, there's one that I really don't like. Which one is it? And I always turn it over. What is it? Now I can't remember. I think maybe... 
and people will hate me for this probably wings it's it's just it's so over it's so overplayed as well like on like other talent shows like it always gets whacked out and you're like oh well, here we go <laughs> I think as well because every time I go out on a night out nobody ever plays Little Mix and I always request Little Mix and they always play Wings and I'm like this is not the Little Mix that I wanted I want like the new stuff <laughs> um worst album that's like again so hard because I love every single one but if I had to I'd probably say um the Salute album even though it's an amazing album it just doesn't hold up as good as the others do I'd say um favorite member Jade without a doubt and I know that's again quite an awful thing to say because I love them all equally but Jade because she's from around the corner and I've watched her grow as a singer um well then this one as well might be a bit who do you think is the best vocalist <laughs> I can't believe you just asked us that <laughs> I'm horrified um I don't think I can say I think Perry has got a stronger vocal and you could say Perry in that sense. However, Jade and Leanne and Jesse all have good qualities, but they can't hit the higher notes that Perry can. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I will put it out. I will put it out there. Perry is my favorite like member. I'm just like, yep. Yeah, like, I don't don't know why. It just always has been. Just always been. Just like, amazing. Yeah. Um, but I have to say that I just I feel so bad for saying that now because I don't think she's a better vocalist I know I'm taking it back I think that vocalist I just think she's a she's a really good belter um your favorite music video Ooh, I would have to say either power because the colors and everything is just so beautiful or the earlier ones like hair and love me like you where they were more of a storyline um I thought they're, they're quite funny as well um so yeah either of them three um your favourite era? LM5, without a doubt. Your best memory of seeing them on tour? Hmm. Probably the LM5. I've only seen them twice, which is quite surprising given the fact that I'm a super fan, but <laughs> probably the LM5 one because I was closer. Um, and when they went across the stage and they sang, that is it actually, it's my favourite memory, they sang Secret Love Song, the little stage, it was like a floating one. Um, shone in like uh, multicolored colors um, and then multicolored confetti rained down and I was looking around and there were so many people that were crying and hugging their loved ones because obviously it's an LGBTQ anthem it was Secret Love Song part two and I was crying my eyes out and I saw it was such a lovely moment so I, I'll definitely say that one. Your favorite outfit that they've worn either like on stage or in a music video? I'd go for um, when they performed Black Magic for the first time. I think it was actually on the X Factor. Um, it was such a long time ago. But they wore these big flowing dresses because it started with Love Me Like You. And then the skirts were ripped off to reveal like glitter and leotards. And they went into Black Magic. So probably that those ones. And then um, a collaboration you'd like to see them do in the future? Ariana Grande, 100 million percent. However, um, Jade once said in an interview that she would love to do something a bit like Lady Marmalade with loads of female artists, and that would be my dream. If they did that with like Ariana Grande and Lizzo and people like that, Billie Eilish, it would be amazing. What kind of perceptions, if you do get any, do you get from others in regards to being a fangirl, but also mm -hmm. being a fangirl of a girl band? Because I feel yeah. like it's two completely different things. 
it definitely is um and I do get it a lot so being a fangirl I don't really get any misconceptions with that but being a fangirl of not just girl bands but little mix specifically um I never get taken seriously people always think I'm joking and then people go oh I love little mix too they're dead cute and I'm like no I seriously love them and they're not cute <laughs> but yeah um sometimes sometimes I'll get people think I have a lack of intelligence because of it because I like girly things they think oh I can't take you seriously because I do music journalism as well and they're like can't take you seriously as a music journalist if you're just going to chat about little mix all the time and I'm like why not (laughs) like just because it's not punk rock or anything like that um but also I get a lot and we've spoken about this previously the fuckheads why listen to little mix when you're a 25 year old woman and that is a huge one for me that I get all the time especially in in regards to journalism something as well that I've found is that whenever I've said I like Little Mix or Ariana Grande some people have said why do you like them they can't sing they don't know that they just assume because they're pretty that they're like you know when you you just get a pretty girl and you just auto tune a voice I use someone else's voice and I'm like have you heard them live like they're actually amazing um and they haven't they just assume because they're pretty and young that they can't actually sing that they're just kind of faces if you like and that's something that infuriates me how do your friends um, like family react to you being a fangirl? So um, sometimes we'll have a little bit of joke here and here and there. Um, but these days, fully supportive, especially my family. Um, whenever I watch telly with my mom or something and like Little Mix will come on, she'll be like, oh, yes, Little Mix, it's Little Mix. And she'll like make sure that I'm away. And I feel like they also love them too, um, you know, Obviously, I've said they're not for kids, but my niece also does love them. So we'll always have them playing when we go around at my sister's house and everyone has a dance. And my, my sister's husband, he even said that he loves the song Wasabi and he was telling his boss about it. And his boss was like, I don't know that song. And he was like, how do you not know that song? It's really famous. And I said to him, it's not actually, it's not actually that famous. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like I've just turned my whole family and most of my friends into mixers as well. So. Do you think because it's a girl band you're a fangirl of that it's perceived differently than being a fan of a boy band. I actually kind of think that it's kind of better for me than it is for people who are fans of boy bands because people know that it's not just the swoon element. Um, So sometimes I feel like boy bands and girl bands get the same amount. I actually did a research project at uni and I was going to do it about um, the representation of boy bands versus girl bands um, in journalism, but it was exactly the same so instead I did it girls allowed versus little mix in representation and journalism which was very interesting um but no I think I actually get a little bit more leeway because it's a girl band um rather than a boy band absolutely which is like strange but obviously it's strange but it's not strange because obviously especially when if you're younger yeah people think you only like them a boy band because of how they look and that whenever you whenever people ask like who's your favorite member and you're and like you'll say I don't know like Louie or Niall and they're like oh is that because you think they're the hottest and like sometimes I'm like no because in my early days of being a fan of One Direction I really liked Louie and it wasn't until towards the end that I moved in over into like Harry Styles lane and Mm -hmm. it's because Louie is like a funny sassy like fucking gives gives it all the mouth and everything whereas don't get me wrong, like, he's a lovely looking boy, but I don't think he's the... Oh, I'm going to get really crucified by saying this. I might have to edit this out. He is not the best singer. Don't get, he's a brilliant songwriter, but he's not the best singer. 
So I wasn't like, oh my God, like he's the best one. Like he can sing the best, he looks the best. But obviously as a girl band, all of that's removed. Mm. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I definitely think that uh, boy band fans get it so much worse than we do. 100%. Someone sent in, because obviously with Jesse leaving, do you worry about the day you get the, I don't know if you have your like tweet notifications or not Instagram notifications on for them, and you open it and it says an, ex- an extended hiatus or we are calling it a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, what did you say? What was the question before that though? Sorry, I got really distracted <laughs> with the, the dread of it all. <laughs> do you worry, like, do you oh, worry about how you're going to feel like that day when you get, like, yeah, see that I've- message? I'm so worried that I literally didn't even remember the question that you asked when as soon as you said it, I was like, what did you ask? I'm stressed. Um, yeah, I would, I would, oh, it would be so upset and I would hate it. But the only thing is I would have to think positively that maybe they would go on to be soloists and maybe that might not be a bad thing if all, all four of them were separate. I want them to stay together, but I just want all of them to be releasing music regardless. So I would just, because like, like you say with One Direction, at least you've got Harry and well, all of them don't they release music mm-hmm. now. Um, and as you still have it, I would hear for it to be like, I can't think of somebody, maybe like the Backstreet Boys who like don't release anything anymore. Um, so yeah, it would be devastating. But as long as we're releasing something somehow. This might be a bit controversial, this question, but if they do end and they all release solo music, mm-hmm. who would you say that you would lean more towards that you would probably buy their music and listen to more because obviously they've all got very different like and you can tell like who writes different songs and whatnot you can tell who's is who's almost in a way um so I don't know if that transpires obviously in the songs that you like the most because I know when I could tell who wrote which song in one direction and that's obviously led me into being more of a Harry Styles soloist fan than any of the others Absolutely. It's actually not that hard of a question because anyone who knows me knows how obsessed I am with Jade Thirwell. Um, she is just amazing. So I think that obviously I love Little Mix in general, but would I love them as much if she wasn't in it? I don't know. Um, and so she went to be solo. I think absolutely. She's such a great singer. She's an amazing songwriter, but also her personality too. Obviously, I think the others do as well. And I, I would love to say I love them all equally. And I'd say I do to a certain extent, but as I say from... I've, Jade's the only one that I've actually met as well, like after a little mix, because like I say, when we're, when we're in school together, we didn't talk, we weren't friends. I met Jade in a nightclub in South Shields um, just around the time that move was released. And um, I didn't pertain to the fact we're in school or anything because I didn't want to think I was strange. Um, so I was just like, hi, I'm such a big fan. And she's such a lovely girl as well. And like I say, it was only the ones that I met her properly. Um, but yeah, I just absolutely idolise her. I think she's amazing. What do you want to see from Little Mix in the future? I'm not really sure, to be honest. I just hope that they keep releasing bang after banger as they have done since 2011. And that um, I hope that going back to what was said about Jesse, that everything does stay amicable, um, but that they continue to have a successful career. I'd love for them to still be going when they're in their 50s. I know it's probably not going to happen, but I'd be in my element. Like, we're all the same. We're still, like, bopping the Little Mix. I oh, love that. Oh my God, imagine but, them trying to do those dance routines when they're like 50 but to be fair if like J-Lo and Madonna can do it and they're well, like exactly. still like in boot camp then yeah if someone listening has never listened to Little Mix before and you want to introduce them to Little Mix what would yeah. be the best place for them to start like a song 
right at the best place from the start. Oh, it's so hard because I want to say wasabi because I think everybody should listen to wasabi, but it doesn't show off their vocals, like what they can actually do with their vocals as much as other songs do. So I would say go to, oh, what's that? There's a song that I'm like, but when I'm on the spot, I can't think. Um, <laughs> what is that song? I think it's, oh, Love Me. Oh no, scrap everything I've just said. YouTube, go on YouTube and look at um, The End. It's called The End. And when they performed that on Kiss FM on YouTube, watch that performance. It's all a cappella. You hear everyone's individual vocals and it's the best, the best thing that I've ever heard. You know what YouTube performance always gets me of theirs and I remember watching it and I just remember being like, I want to go and punch Zane's face in. It's the one where Perry, I don't know what song it is, but she starts crying. It's that, it's that song. Oh, it's that song, yes. And but I it's was not that li- performance. <laughs> <laughs> and I was literally like, I want to go and hunt him down and be like, you yeah. shit. Like. That song is just exactly performance will make you cry but not that performance because she cries throughout <laughs> it but the one where they did it on kiss fm is just it's beautiful and also i don't think she's split with zane by that time but i think if you watch both of them it's just so sad but um but beautiful beautiful at the same time how has being a fangirl impacted your life i think for me as i said earlier on in the podcast um it's just an amazing comfort i think that and if anything it's being a fangirl especially of little mix has helped me get through a lot um you know when I've had struggles with anxiety or depression I've turned to them listened to their songs um and it's not just them either like I said before Ariana Grande How I Met Your Mother the TV show being a fangirl of something just makes me feel like part of something and and I don't know what the right word is I was going to say loved but I don't feel loved by them because I don't know who I am but I just feel kind of like I don't know it just brings out some sort of comfort and happiness within me um and so and I, when people aren't like big fans of something I kind of think well, what do you turn to for comfort <laughs> like yeah. what's your thing um and so yeah I think that it's had a massive impact on me and who I am as a person and I also think Little Mix in general as I say I've grown with them um have impacted me as a person taught me things you know about how to be a better ally to the LGBT community how to be more um empowering for females and stuff like that so I definitely think that it's impacted me in a huge way well the last question kind of leads me on to what you were just (laughs) talking about really then um what has being a fangirl taught you in essence Yes, but it's taught me, like I say, many things, really. Um, it's. I would just say, I wouldn't say that being a fangirl has taught me this, but Little Mix have taught me this. Yeah. And it's just how to be a good person, because I think that's what they are. You know, they are very charitable people. They always stand for certain causes. Um, they're always polite and professional. Um, I aspire to be them when I'm a professional in my career, even though I'm not going to be in the music industry, the way that they conduct themselves and stuff like that. It's it's something to really look up to. Um, and so I definitely think that they've taught me a lot um, because, you know, when I did support Girls Aloud, I, I still do, obviously. But they had a few run-ins and I wouldn't say they were bad role models, but there was a couple of things and I feel like Little Mix have always had quite a clean um reputation if you like yeah um and so yeah like they've taught I think they've taught me a lot thanks so much to Holly for joining me this week if you want to find out more about Holly and this week's episode head on over to our Instagram page at that fangirl life podcast and remember if you are enjoying the podcast 
please do give us a follow on Spotify and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps others find the show. And join me next week where we're going to be talking about fan-made merch again with Emily from Press Paper Shop. Bye! Bye!